chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. Do you ever see there's so many cars running around like they are now with these spare tires on? They ain't spare. They don't even call them tires, no. They call them donuts. They run around town and a lot of people leave them on for quite a while. Most ridiculous looking things you ever seen. And one of my favorite sermons years ago, I was reading it today and laughing a lot and uh, just enjoying it. I thought I'd just bring it to you tonight. It's called Spare Tire Religion. And if you would please, uh, Luke chapter 19, I'm going to begin to read in verse 11. And as they heard these things, he added in spake parable because he was not to Jerusalem and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by teach, uh, trading. Then came the first saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, Thy pound has gained five pounds. And he said likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. Another came, saying, Lord, Behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin. For I heard thee, for I feared thee, because thou art a austere man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he said unto him, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thy wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then givest not thou my money unto the bank, that at my coming I might have required mine own with us? And he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that has ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he had ten pounds. For I say unto you, that unto every one which has shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that he has shall be taken away from him. Now those enemies, which were not that I should reign over them, bring hither and slay them before me. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, it's a very, very serious message. And Lord, I pray that it be for me as it will be for anybody in this room or anybody that's listening. Lord, you've spoke to my heart many a time on this subject, and I pray to you I'll speak to everyone tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. In 2 Peter 3.17 said, 
Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also be led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. I believe two of the greatest words in the Christian vocabulary needed today in Christian lives is steadfastness and faithfulness. Most religious people today use their religion as most of us would use an old spare tire. Most church members use what little religion they have only in cases of emergency. What we need today is for some old-time religious Christians. I'm talking about Christians running on a new set of tires. Amen? Now, I want to ask you something. Would your religion stand the strain of the hard use for the Lord? Is your religion good or are you a hypocrite? That's the two things that I want to get to. A spare tire is usually the worst on the car or in the car. We use the worst tire for our spare and that we don't want our friends to know how bad it is. Spare tire religion is bad because it will not stand for bad use. They prepare idols to the living God, Romans 1.23. They gave their bodies over to a special uh, sexual perversion, Romans 1.26. Notice the jury in God's courtroom, the law of God, Romans chapter 2, verse 12. The deeds of man in Romans 2, 6. And their defense comes, the heathen, his plea, I should be quitted on the grounds of ignorance. I didn't know any better. Uh, their plea refuted in Romans 1, verse 19 and 20. All men have both the witness of conscience and their and nature, that there is a God. The hypocrite says, I should be acquitted on the grounds of comparison. I'm not as bad as a heathen or idol worshiper. Uh, their plea is refuted in Romans chapter 2, verse 5 and 6, who will render to every man according to his deeds, not by someone else's, that they know. That's what we'll all be judged by, our deeds. Now, self-righteous people make two big mistakes. They misunderstand that God's law requires complete holiness. And number two, they underestimate their own moral conduct and sin. It won't stand close, their religion won't stand close to inspection. It must uh, satisfy God. The average driver is ashamed of his spare tire. And a Christian who has spare tire religion is ashamed of it when they are in spiritual crowds or Christians. A spare tire is used only in emergency. If we have a blowout and other tire trouble, we use the spare. It's the same way with many church members. They never show any indication of being a Christian unless there's an emergency. They can pass up a church. They can pass up Sunday school. They can pass up God altogether. But when an emergency arrives, they, they uh, cry out loud upon God. Now, they get very serious when a member of the family or in very point of death. Uh, when the preacher comes around at that time, all the family uh, talks as pious as angels. Yet all the rest of the time, they're mean as Satan himself and simply using religious as a spare tire. And just as soon as the crisis is over, back in the tunnels they go of the spare tire religion in their spiritual cars. 
and they right back where they were. They sometimes there's a funeral crisis at home, a financial crisis at home. Uh, did you ever notice an old drinking buddy won't come around when you're having a financial problem? The Bible haters won't do anything to help you if you're in financial problem. But God sends some of His people over to help, and immediately on goes the spiritual religion. You'd think they're about to sprout wings or an angel. And just as soon as they leave, they put away the spiritual religion, they use their money to go to movies and everywhere else to buy cigarettes or whatever they need, uh, beer, everything else. It's not scriptural. They have spiritual religion. Never used except only in cases of emergency. I was talking to my buddy yesterday, and uh, he said, Preacher, how do you feel about these guys standing around on the street corner uh, begging uh, for money? Do you give to them? I said, I only give if God bears it on my heart to give it. And I mean that. And if, I don't care who it is. If somebody's standing on the street corner or whatever, if the Lord touches my heart and says, Help that fellow, I'm going to help you every way I can. He said, My sister uh, went to the uh, service station that I did to get gas and this man came across and said do you have five dollars I ain't got any groceries I don't have anything to eat and, and I, I need to put gas in my car could you just let me have five dollars she pulled out five dollars and gave it to him and he left her and went right around on the third pump from her and same spill and, and the man gave him gave him five dollars to get gas in his car and she said I'm sorry preacher but uh, it just got a hold of me. She said, I went around there and said, give me my five dollars back. He didn't bought you gas. You know, it's, it's something in it how people are so religious in times of emergency. A spare tire can't be put on. Uh, it can be put on at will. Anytime the driver of a car desires, he can put on his spare tire. Spare tire religion can be put on at will by the person who has it. I've noticed several times when the, these hypocrites put their religion spare town at funerals, when they attend God's house faithfully, yet they won't, when the preacher comes visiting in the home, I laughed at one lady that I knew real good, and she had, uh, uh, she said, now I don't have, uh, oh, what is this, what you get when you smoke a lot, uh, emphysema? She said, I don't have emphysema, she coughing all the time. And uh, she said, I have a cold. That's the reason I'm coughing. And I looked at these two fingers right here, and they're brown from here down to there. Uh, or the couch I was sitting on had nicotine all over it. The walls literally were dripping with nicotine, and yet she didn't want the preacher to know that she smoked. No, sir, buddy. She'd do anything to hide that. You know what fair tire religious people are? Their, their, their religion is good if they're around other Christians. Let me give you something. Spirit, tire, religion won't hold up. Uh, it'll hold up at church coming, homecomings, at revivals, but a spare tire can be taken off at will. If they're in religious crowds, they put it on. If they're in an ungodly crowd, they take it off. There are three times when some church members take off their spare tire religion. When there's a dirty joke somebody wants to tell. And to make it worse, They'll laugh like a moron about it. When there is a movie they don't, uh, they know that they ought to turn off, they'll watch it. They lay aside their piety long enough to uh, see the movie. 
And then next Sunday, they're right back in church. Hey, can I tell you a joke? I got one. I never get one right, but I'll try it. This this blonde-headed woman, this man was sitting and uh, talking, and the news came on, and the man said, Look at that. That man's on a five-story building. He's fixing to jump off, commit suicide. And uh, she, he talked with a man. He said, I'll bet you anything that he don't jump off. And the woman said, Okay, I'll bet you. And um, so they watched it, and sure enough, he didn't jump. And he said, you, she said, well, here's what I owe you. And he said, no. Nah. You know, he said, I ain't going to take your money. That was on a, that's a rerun from a while ago. It was on the news a while ago. And she said, well, I knew, I watched it too, but I was thinking maybe he might jump this time. <laughs> Y'all get it directly. Ronnie Booth told me that one. A spare tie usually looks good. Amen. From every outward appearance, it's good and dependable. But uh, when they bump into being used, they'll make a noise on a highway. You think about this. Many a Christian fixes up that old spirit tie religion for a good Sunday morning worship service, service just to fool the preacher or just to fool the people there. I've been amazed. A lot of people that, and I, I've watched this down through the years, not just lately, but down through the years. If people raise their hand and praise the Lord in a church service, but they won't go out and witness to nobody. They won't witness to somebody outside, but in here they want the attention, buddy. And when it comes to giving, I remember being in a service one time, and a man raised his hand. I'll give $20,000 or whatever we was trying to raise at that time. He wanted everybody to know that he's going to give. That's being recognized just to look good. A spare tire will not stand the heat. After an old spare tire is laid up, got dry side walls, it can't stand the heat of the road use. Have you ever seen some church member blow out because of the uh, moving of the Holy Spirit? Some people have a blowout of another Christian gets blessed and say, Amen, loud in the church. Someone gets emotional and breaks into tears under the conviction of the power of the Holy Spirit. And an old spirit tired Christian will say, they just got emotional. You know what I look back forward? I want so much. I want people to say Amen. I want people to say hallelujah. You know, that's not wrong in a Baptist church. I mean, uh, it's too bad we've let the holiness run it, but uh, it's still good to hear people say amen and praise the Lord. Amen. They'll make a noise outside, but they don't do it in church. A spare tire is not dependable. We'd never dare take a long trip on the old spare tire. Now, I want to give you something. It's not dependable in death. But when the rattle of death comes in your throat and cold beads of sweat pop out on your brow, spare tire religion just will not hold up. Now, it's not dependable at the judgment seat of Christ. I was reading you a while ago. Did you know what is taught here in Luke chapter 19 about the pounds? If you'll notice, one man had ten pounds. Another had five pounds. Another had one pound. Now, is it, is it, are they rewarded for the 10 pounds that they got? Absolutely not. 
they're rewarded or taken away for their faithfulness in whatever God has given you. Now, here's what I'm trying to say. You know, I can't sing and I can't play an instrument and I can't do a lot of things that a lot of other Christians do, but I can do what God has laid on my heart to do. And i got to be faithful in what God has laid on my heart to do. That's what this whole message is about. What has God given you to do to serve Him with? He's going to hold it, hold us responsible for service. Not just in the church, not just around other Christians, but everywhere we go. We ought to be a witness to somebody everywhere we go. And let people know that we're the same in church, out of church, being faithful to whatever God's given us to do. Amen? And if we learn that, that's how we're going to be rewarded. I'm, I believe this, If just because I can't get sing, just because I can't play an instrument, just because I can't uh, do other things that other people do in church, I can sit down and say, well, I quit then. No, i got to keep going to doing what I can do. And I do believe this. Everybody has at least one pound. Amen? And you can't go lay it up. This, God asked, this man uh, that was over everything asked that servant, he said, oh, you could at least put it in the bank and draw the interest on it for me. But you didn't do it. You hit it. And here's the thing that hit me in this message of reading the Scriptures. When God said, and you knew better, that's what makes the difference. And you knew better. Amen? And I do know this. We do know better. Amen? We know what to do. And we, God's going to hold us accountable for knowing what to do and not doing it. I want to win everybody I can to Christ Jesus. Every way that I can. I want, to be, I want this church to be a lighthouse that everybody can come and know there's one place to stand for the Word of God. They'll be fed the Word of God and that we're concerned about their soul. And that's inside and outside, everywhere we go. Amen? And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Will you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, I pray that you will help us to be keenly aware that everywhere we go, somebody is watching us. Somebody is judging us and judging our Christianity. If we ever say to somebody, I'm a Christian, what a responsibility goes with that. We must be faithful. We must be steadfast in and out every day of our life, everywhere we go, we stand for the truth. Bless your people, I pray now.